Welcome to the ECG Podcast, a show where some East Coast buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out, talk about our love of video games and other shared interests. I'm one of your hosts from Jacksonville, Florida, actually from the lovely Boreal Valley as seen behind me. We'll get to that a little bit later, but now from Jacksonville, Florida, uh, joined this evening by Mr. Georgia Ravelo from Miami, Florida. What up, what up? I got Mr. Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm rewatching the uh, MCU shows with my girlfriend now for the first time, and they're so goddamn good. Uh, sh- number one, shocked that there's not a Pat's reference. And uh, literally this afternoon on my lunch break, I uh, I finished my rewatch, uh, like abbreviated rewatch of uh, MCU, like the last hour of uh, Endgame. And like, I just don't know if they're ever going to get to that height again, man. Like the hypest moments of Endgame are just so fucking good. Like I was getting goosebumps. I've seen it several times before. I was getting goosebumps. I was getting choked up like all the parts. Like they just nailed so much about the execution of that. And I feel like so far, uh, full disclosure, I have not watched any of Loki yet. I'm waiting for it to maybe get like... Uh, you know, a little bit closer to, to Black Widow, which I think is next week. So maybe one more episode of Loki and then I'm going to binge it all. Um, but they feel like kind of like when you have a big comic event and there's like the little shitty spinoff like stories. And I, I'm using that pejoratively. Like I, I've enjoyed some of the MCU like shows, but it's a very stark contrast. Like going back to watching some of the best movies like over the last like six to eight weeks, like it's very clear that like they just they haven't quite hit that quality and i don't know that they can with the tv shows but how is she liking them yeah yeah she's liking them um oops someone's calling me um she's liking them but it's it's what what i like about them is you know it's uh smaller more uh personal stories i guess is the is the better way to put it um i mean captain i'm falcon and winter soldier kind of uh, you know, tries to take it into, I feel like, more MCU movie territory. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate where we're on WandaVision right now, and I appreciate, you know, uh, the how different it is and how it changes the pace. It definitely leans more into MCU towards the end yeah. of, of the series, for sure. But, man, the beginning of it, towards them and then up to the middle is is like i feel like it's just a totally unique experience that was my favorite parts of it for sure i, I was like so on board with like the weirdness you know like i really like that aspect of it and i you know i loved aspects of the falcon and winter soldier again like um the the payoff that you get kind of in the final episode um with you know him becoming captain america and then kind of trying to start writing like the wrongs of like the racial injustices and stuff all really good stuff be interested to see how i feel about loki because that seems very divisive like people seem to either like really dig loki or like are hating it like i'm not seeing a lot of like lukewarm responses like people are very very strongly opinionated one way or the other so yeah we'll see i I love all mcu shit so i'm not the best person to ask (laughs) fair enough drinking the kool-aid nothing wrong with that you know look i always say like enjoy what you enjoy like i I, you know you everyone's entitled to their opinion like i try not to shit on anything that like people you know somebody loves especially like i feel like that i I don't like being that person i used to be that person you know in college like I, i think back on conversations i had with people like either getting wildly offended that somebody didn't love something that i loved or like you know thinking that something was like you know quote unquote trash and then just being a total dickhead about it like that's not the way to be people you know let people like what they like have your opinion but you know don't be a dickhead about it that's all zach do you remember the podcast episode or episodes 
in which all we did was trash Anthem as you um, enjoyed yeah, it. You know, do you, I don't know. This doesn't sound like the same Chris from Listen, from <laughs> listen, you know, I don't think that like, uh, I think I was, I had pretty balanced in my feedback. I was clear that I, I didn't think it was in good shape, but I think I always tried to say like, hey, I can see what they're going for. Like, it's got to be hard as a de- developer, like to have something pushed out when you're not really like ready to push it out yet. And like, you know, um again you can have an opinion that says something is bad like i'm just saying like you know i would never once like you know and at my age say like you know all these developers are lazy this is like a piece of shit like you know it's i mean you know it has its issues i try to try to be balanced i guess is what i'm saying back so (laughs) i'm just giving you shit (laughs) (laughs) so on today's show we're gonna do a little bit of catch up a little bit of a free form Uh, i'm gonna talk a little bit about what we've been playing some old games and some new stuff including the new sea of thieves expansion we have i believe two more missions to go in that like we're kind of just casually going through it but we have some some uh some things to say about that for sure gonna cover a little bit of news uh we got some um updates on uh ps5 uh remaster of ghost of tsushima which is going to include uh some new content and enhancements for ps5 and then uh we will also be talking about invincible now that everybody here has seen it uh gonna just do a little you know post-mortem like little uh you know, shooting the shit around uh, that show. Uh, spoiler alerts uh, for everything we talk about today. So, see it, thieves, pirates. If you don't want to, you know, be spoiled, be forewarned. We're gonna go into you know full details and uh, ditto with Invincible. So, if you haven't seen that show, just know here's your warning at the top of the show. You may want to pause and uh, come back. So, without further ado, let's talk about some video game news. Um, oh, I didn't mention it, you know, in, in the run of show, but, uh, so the first thing I wanted to touch on was, uh, Mass Effect and Dragon Age, uh, whatever that's called, uh, the new Mass Effect, the new Dragon Age are confirmed to not be at EA play this year. Um, I know in our discord chat, uh, today, you, George, you asked if you, we thought it was a, a red flag. Um, and, uh, you know, their absence is pretty conspicuous. Um, so I'll put that question out to, to the group. Uh, I didn't want to get into it too much on the discord so I could save it for, uh, for the show. So I'll answer last on that. Zach, you're in the hot seat. Do you think it's a red flag that those games aren't at, uh, EA play? No, I don't. I, I, I think they are saving those for a big, uh, come check out this Mass Effect presentation on this date or come check out this Dragon Age presentation on this date. I think that's how they'll do it. I don't think that they want to squeeze them in here, I guess is the way to put it. But at the same time, I, I mean, I guess you could, uh, you know, segment them off and have a whole thing specifically for them. But I, I just think they're going to get their own event. I don't think they're ready to show right now um, to the extent that maybe um, they don't want to shoot themselves in the foot you know, I, I think everybody's learning from the cyberpunk fiasco that, you know, don't show your game too early. And, you know, especially with how Mass Effect Andromeda, you know, was, I, I still think that, you know, they just they want to be super cautious with that series. And Dragon Age, um, I you know, that that ended on a good note. Uh, Inquisition was really well received. So I think they are just waiting uh, until they have more on that one. Um didn't didn't they have a, a problem 
yes production of that or something so without going into like my thoughts um yeah so a couple of facts uh we know mass effect super early in development we got a cg teaser basically and they said like hey like it's in pre-production essentially um and yes like uh the report on the street was that the dragon age game a year or maybe two years ago now um had a reboot production like that project was not really scrapped but it was uh essentially started over um they they weren't really happy with the direction that uh the game was going so you got something last year right with the thing that the review at the end with um tiny bit of gameplay yeah. footage and stuff i can't recall if that was before or after the, the reboot or no like, i remember last year we got we got like uh it was like a trailer and at the end it showed this dude the, the dread wolf yeah yeah and the, solas right like that's yeah, solas yeah. there you go so I remember that we definitely got last year so but yeah trying to look and see if i can find da, 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 da. Dragon Age 4 was rebooted. Uh, and this is an article from April 2019. Um, so, yeah, okay. So maybe like they're on track a little bit. But my point being is like, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, Zach, like they, there, there have been some production problems. Apparently, they pulled a large swath of staff to try to fix Anthem. And that uh, was to the detriment of, I guess, the progress they were making on Dragon Age, which is a shame um before i answer uh george answer your own question buddy like what do you think it raises red flags or are I you mean, just disappointed i'm yeah i'm super disappointed um I'm, I'm not surprised though um so as far as like i'll go into both but i don't know if it raises a red flag um i thought it might with some in the in in the group as concerns as to where those games are the reason why it doesn't raise a red flag for me is not a good one, mostly because I feel like right now expectations are still pretty low for me, like with 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 Bioware, you know, I love all their games and, I, and everything. But um, given the, the state of everything and, you know, Anthem and their reboots and all this stuff, I'm, I'm not, you know, really expecting a whole lot, but. I continue to question the, the 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 public relations with with this company time and time again because like why like 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 dude you just saw how how big of a hit this legendary edition was right like you literally just gave us back the original versions of the game just you know beefed them up a little bit made them nice and pretty and boy like what an awesome experience it was to go through that again perfect timing great we were due for that so you don't need much to satisfy your fans, to get back in our in our good graces, to kind of get some good press, some good hype, good momentum, you really don't need much more than a, a teaser, a little preview, a little question, uh, you know, maybe a little Q and A, something that you can show us or give us um, that uh, of, of what's in the works. It could be the simplest of things, dude. Like I just think of like something as simple as them showing us what the next ship is going to be in mass effect in the next mass effect game like what is the ship going to be like giving us a little tour of the ship inside with no character no gameplay nothing just something as simple as that i'd be just excited just to hear something about it that the game is in development rather than being in the dark uh ever since they, they put together that trailer to me like if they had enough resources and time to put together that trailer that that it was kind of well put together but didn't really give us much and it just has a lot of clues and hidden stuff in there like, like, why? Why wouldn't you ride that wave of good momentum with the Legendary Edition and just give us something? Um, but I, I am more concerned that there's nothing on Dragon Age. That game is supposed to be much further along. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to be close. Like, you know, I can understand if they're going to do a standalone event, but, but, um, but tell us that you're going to do a standalone event or something else is going to be, um, you know, but if you read that tweet, this is what, you know, the tweet was this, we're hard at work creating the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect games and have some exciting stuff coming to uh, Old Republic this year. While we won't be showing anything at EA Play, be sure to check out the Star Wars live stream today for some things to come. So that tells me not only is there, you're not, you're not showing anything at EA Play, which I think is bad. I think Bioware not showing anything is bad. Um, I don't know if it raises the red flags about the specific games, but dude, nothing at all. Like nothing. At least talk to us about legend, the, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. And I don't know if you have any plans for any any add-ons or there was some rumors about them adding the multiplayer. Like, I don't know. Like talk about something, but you got nothing to say. The way that I read the tweet is I kind of think they're not going to give us anything on Dragon Age or Mass Effect this year. That there isn't anything going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. Um because they they only specify the Star Star Wars stuff this year, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just bummed. I'm just bummed. I don't I don't know that I necessarily read that far into the tweet that like anything this year. I'm not saying that I think that there's like a a great chance, you know, or it's a yeah. done deal or anything. But I just I don't know. You can read that much into it. Um, I don't think it's a red flag that it's not at EA play. Like I think they're being a little overly cautious. Number one, like they want to make sure that they show off something like when the time is right, when they have maybe something substantial, especially with dragon age. I think the next thing that they want to show off is like a significant gameplay, like reveal on trailer. Like um, I, I, th- I think they want that like reveal to be like special to get people excited and, and more importantly to really like show off like what the game is, is going to be um, as far as like Mass Effect goes like I, I just I genuinely think that game is probably so early in development like so so early in the development that like yeah, I liken it to like the Elder Scrolls 6 like teaser that we got like what, like two years ago like something you know something that is you know obviously past like uh, concept and like pre-production but I think it's like maybe like super early in production like I don't know how many assets or anything like that that they have probably even like ready to go you know with that let alone maybe like even like a story that's fully fleshed out so um we'll see I I want to follow up and ask like so what do we think is going to be at EA play I don't want to go super wild with speculation but I mean Dead Space seems like a safe bet whatever that reboot is that's been like lighting up the internet um you know you can bet on some some fucking madden or like fifa um stuff for sure i imagine battlefield 2042 is gonna be pretty heavily shown Uh, any other kind of surprises or anything you can think of as far as like ea goes like do you think there's uh any other like star wars projects like in the in the work from works for them like is there like a, a chance that we get a battlefront three reveal like not for this year obviously but like something like that and is there any other projects that you think there's a chance that could could show up zach you want to go yeah um i'm hoping more than anything we get whatever this dead space you know remake is i saw a tweet earlier today that said uh the rumor is that it's like a full-blown remake and like in the style of resident evil like that's what they're taking their inspiration from and man that would be awesome because i loved dead space the series um i never beat three but man one and two were awesome um i think maybe uh you might see maybe another teaser for for skate 
right? They announced that. Was that last year, right? Not 100% sure. But uh, I, I don't think we're going to get any groundbreaking Star, new Star Wars uh, announcements. Um, the only thing I would really be hoping for, you know, would, would have been Mass Effect in, in Dragon Age. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head from EA other than Dead Space. Uh, would they still have the rights to... Oh, no, they wouldn't. But now that they own Bioware, would they would EA be behind KOTOR? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. I, I would I would go all in for whatever the news on the remake of that is. Nice. Um, but yeah, other than that, I can't really think of anything. I mean, personally, I'm I like so. I think a safe bet would also be an Apex character or event or something like that. Something Apex related. Yeah. It's a pretty safe bet. I, I would hope. I would love to see something else. Tight. I would I mean, give me another Titanfall game. Like the the oh, second people one would lose their mind over that. Was such a darling, you know, critically anyway. Like I know it didn't sell, but they. I mean, that's fucking EA's fault. That's not Respawn's fault. They put it up against Battlefield and, and COD. Like they they cannibalized like their own goddamn studio that was so stupid um you know putting up against another ea shooter um uh, fallen order teaser like maybe my e3 you know prediction like uh could still potentially happen right because like uh they're the publisher for that so um that's really all i got though as far as possible predictions or hopes i guess but we'll see Um, i don't know that we're gonna get any surprises i'd love to see some kind of update on that uh Knights of the Old Republic remake, you know, yeah. if that's all pretty much all but confirmed, that'd be awesome. Um, but I mean, they've like it's 40 minutes long, it isn't that long. I don't think they're gonna do anything too big. It, they said it's gonna be Battlefield, Apex, and Lost and Random, if you guys remember that mm-hmm. from, from Zoink. So there's gonna be probably some info on that. Um, it, like, oh, yeah, I think Robbie Bobby Miller. Oh, fashionably late as always like the haircut like the haircut (laughs) welcome dude welcome you're muted buddy well until then um, so i mean i think that's kind of what we're 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 gonna get um i think the as far as you can stretch it would be something fallen order related um i feel like we're due man like yeah they had the next gen upgrade but i feel like that game like news wise has been so like dead like it died so fast yeah. Uh, after after like you know like obviously the game was was almost under the radar it the the timing that it came out left it out of some award stuff but it was a good game um i don't know how well how, how like if it was underplayed at all but i feel like it just kind of came and went so fast and it is it doesn't like i don't know it feels like it should be more relevant for a game that just came out like not that long ago you know um so i wish we, we would get something more about that it would be really cool or or kotor but I'm not expecting any 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 big splashes here, um, but my, my gut says it's going to be kind of like the Ubisoft event where it's like heavily focused on like a few key projects and like that's going to be like what you get. But I I love to be, be love to be wrong. Don't forget Madden, FIFA. Uh, yeah, I said Madden. Like, like, yeah, I like think those are more, uh, like for sure. Uh, some other bit of gaming news, and then we'll we'll switch gears um, and and talk some uh, some TV uh ghost of tsushima today um uh director's cut right i think is what they're calling it announced uh formally today uh will be a 20 dollars upgrade if you want it on the same gen or a next gen upgrade will cost you 30 bucks uh so essentially half the price of the the new game will include a new island uh, a new survivor and something else i'm trying to remember uh what the 
Um, oh, there's some updates to Legends as well, um, and some fixed uh, voice syncing issues, as well as dual uh, sense enhancements, graphical enhancements, all that good, good jazz. Um, so I was really excited about the announcement, and then I saw the price tag, and I kind of balked a little bit, not knowing how substantial it's going to be. How did how did you all feel about that? It's not horrible. Like I wasn't like it didn't totally take the wind out of my sails. Um, especially because there is both new content in the single player campaign and uh, in Legends, so I, I'm like I, that takes this thing out a little bit. But it's thirty bucks seems like just a little steep for for next gen so, upgrade. So you think like it's it, it's it's at first glance, yeah, it seems. But then when you start thinking about looking at it in context, like look at what they charge for Miles Morales. All right, the new standard for a next gen game is now seventy dollars. Um, and they're essentially not afraid to charge you $70 for a next-gen version of an old game. On one of the consoles, game, anyway. Right? On, the, <laughs> on, the, on Sony, right. On the PlayStation <laughs> 5, which is where this is coming out. I don't think this shit would have... would have uh, They would have been okay with this in the um, with Xbox. You know, I think they would have maybe made a, make it a DLC, and but you get an automatic upgrade. Um, also, this game came out a good bit before the PS5 came out. You know, it's not like a game that came out right before, like a month before. It came out in the summer, right? Early in the summer. Um, so maybe five to six months before. Um, so this is a straight up PS4 game. Um, you got the free like Legends DLC, which no one was expecting, right? True. Like they gave you they gave you something that people would have probably paid for. They gave it to you for free that nobody was expecting to happen. Again, that doesn't mean you can go back and charge for it later, but they gave us, you know, They've been good to the fans. Um, 30 bucks seems pretty steep, but you're getting another, some more content, a little bit of an expansion. Uh, hopefully that if that expansion is at least five hours, that's probably in par with some of the DLC stuff that they, you do nowadays. You know, factor in the upgrade and you get a couple of other things like some skins, some artwork, um, little things like that. I don't think it's bad. I don't think, it, I, I don't think it's, a, it's a big ask. I think 20 should have been ideal um but it's not it's not horrible um yeah yeah. it's it's not horrible it's just one of those things that like (sighs) xbox has spoiled me in that like when like you know with the smart delivery where it's like hey if you like a next like they just don't charge for next gen versions of stuff doesn't matter how long it's been out like like you know doom i just i literally on my lunch break before i started watching avengers uh hopped into my library downloaded the the new enhancements for uh for doom and you know the dlc and then granted i i think maybe on sony they didn't charge for that either right like it's just the the save save import didn't work but like my point being is like you just you don't like microsoft doesn't do that and i think it's if i didn't know better i'd be totally fine with this but it's just like man like i hate that i have to spend 30 bucks um you do bring up the good point though that we got like free like a whole another mode right like like a substantial mode from the looks of it um that does take this thing out especially since dropping the 30 bucks you get that plus like the new content there and then like the single player stuff like it's not the most egregious thing it would have been a little sweeter if they had said listen if all you want is the next gen features for ghost of tsushima you can upgrade completely free of charge if you want this island and you want like the the extra content legends like that's where you'll charge the upgrade i guess that's where i kind of have the problem is like i I don't like that it's mandatory 
It's worth noting that they, so Sucker Punch did provide a PS5 optimization update uh, earlier this year for the PS4 version of Ghost of Tsushima. Mm -hmm. So they did provide some PS5 next gen upgrades to people who had the base game, the, you know, the regular game. Yeah. Um, so I'm very curious to see what exactly they are doing that's different in this in this version you know because they're basically selling you on a better ps5 experience but they gave you something so if they're tossing in there 60 fps and ray tracing um you know in addition to all these other modes uh would be would be really cool um, so it says you know? uh you know it's enhancements to the 3d audio as well as 4k resolution options but that's as and of course drastically um improve load times there's also 60 fps so i don't know if that means 60 fps and ray tracing or, or like what they don't they haven't quite clarified on the playstation blog yeah what so, that means um yeah so it's, it's 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 tough but i i think it's i think the best way to describe it is it it's fair could be could be cheaper could have given us some more but i think in a vacuum with what they've done like i'm okay with it at the end of the day I mean, and the good always, news it's is going like, to be half that price for us. Anyway, we are definitely in August <laughs> when this shit launches. Like you and I are, or we have to go do Legends now. Yeah, with the yeah. new shit. Like, I mean, there's. I, I feel like I have no choice, and um, I, I feel like a good way to kind of ease back into that will be like, since you can import your save, like if you can just go do the new like single player content, that'll kind of get me back into like the flow of like how the game feels. I like that, you know, and a, a, an excuse to go back and play which one of the best games last year. You know, like I'm, uh, hey, I'm happy to do it. It's cool, like. Um, especially incorporating like the dual sense and the 3d audio like i'm all for it man like this was this game was spectacular i mean i you know well, looking back at some of the screenshots and shit that people were posting today i was going like oh my god i had such a good time playing this even with my broken ac like crammed in a little bedroom for you know the uh two weeks that my wife and i were were, were down ac that were, like i have nothing but fond memories about playing this game so um zach uh did you ever get around to playing this yeah, I I played the that's right the Couple main islands. game. Yeah, I never beat it though. So uh, you got this, to like the second island or something, right? Like, I think I might have gotten. I I got. I'm like near the very end of the second portion of the island. Gotcha. And um, yeah, never never went back to it. I don't know why. It's not not any reason other than I just fell off. Nice and so and this, uh, this version doesn't do anything for me, unfortunately. Mr. Miller, uh, are you going to unwrap the cellophane or are you going to add to the collection with the new version? <laughs> See, now, what, what had happened was I, I remember <laughs> opening it and then I put it in and I installed it, but then something else came out around the same time and I took it out. Your yeah. other favorite uh, game so came around the same back. time. Your other, your, your favorite game, your game of the year. Minecraft pick? Dungeons. <clears throat> no, Last of Us 2. <laughs> that game's so awful. I'm so mad about that. I, I want to take all the awards back. It's awful, <laughs> awful. See, my thing with with Ghosts, I kind of feel Chris's side and and everyone else's. My thing is, if Sony did the same thing for each exclusive, it'd be I'd be fine with that. But like, ever since the like uh, the Final Fantasy VII, the Yuffie uh, DLC that you couldn't just pay for the upgrade if you got it free from PlayStation Plus, like stuff like that. I just I'm not I'm not a huge fan of doing stuff like that but i 30 dollars for more dlc i uh, 20 seems fair 30 just no yeah 20 ever since mize morales was way overpriced i can't ever yeah. say 20 or 30 makes any sense to me 
Uh, but no. Hey, no. How do you guys, what do you guys think about it in comparison to the Miles Morales thing? Like by comparison, this is infinitely better, right? Miles Morales was a whole new game though, wasn't it? Yeah. Not, it's, it's what it's a technically uh, it's yeah. a, it's a 10 hour, 10 hour game, right? 10 hour story. Roughly. I think people said maybe, I think it might be less actually. I think it was like seven or something. Yeah. I feel like I read that it was like 12 to 15 hours to platinum miles Morales. Like it was like, like, so if you're, and what did they charge for miles? 50 50 50 yeah oh my god so yeah uh so it's 50 and like so you're gonna get if you factor in legends and all that you're gonna get more than that here that's yeah. but that came with the original spider-man too right what that, no that's that was 70 dollars. if you wanted no. the original spider-man it was se- you had to pay 70, 70 bucks yeah it was 50 bucks for Trash. just the miles morales and they originally weren't gonna even let you import your save either so it's like that's oh yeah. you get the uh you could get spider-man uh remastered but yeah to start over and everyone was like what the fuck man like i don't want to start over <laughs> i want to have my save file like yeah, yeah. so so it's it's so i mean in comparison this is a lot better i think you're gonna get more content out of this yeah. um you it's know, not for not the end of the world. I, I you know, I, I'm nitpicking a little bit. I just wish that like the upgrade was free, and then like I wish it was just optional, right? Like to to get the other shit. Like that, I kind of like <laughs> that's where it just feels a little dirty. Is like if it, I own the fucking game, like let me just have the next gen features, and then I can decide if I want to pay thirty bucks for the extra island and you know the uh, extra legends content. Like make that a DLC, right? I don't know. I would have. Um... I wonder if we we would feel differently if the Miles Morales wasn't a thing. That game didn't come out. If people, if we'd be more upset about this, uh, this, you know, it probably would be. But I would say uh, my only thing is, which I've seen on the interwebs, you know, uh, is my only comparison would be for people complaining that Returnal should not have been a what was it seventy dollar game, like that. That would be my only comparison to Miles Morales because I thought Returnal. It, it was all right for what it was. I thought uh, I was happy I to pay seventy dollars. I That's was happy. What to, I'm saying. I, I was mean, happy I to pay myself. seventy. I felt like I got my money's worth like over and over. Yeah. But like, I like that style of game. Like it, yes. it, it hit on all the. Uh, it was excellent. Um, you know, to uh for for like what it was. You know, like now not everybody likes that. So like when people would ask me like, like is it worth 70 bucks? I would say, well, it depends. Do you like, do you like that kind of like, do you like spending, you know, an hour or two and then like dying and then like having no progress that carries over? Like if that frustrates you, then like, don't, don't play this. Like, cause it's like a, you know, a uh, yeah. on steroids. And I'll, uh, I'll tell you as a, as a parent with two kids that anything you're doing or touching or playing or looking at or doing whatever they want to do it. So they get frustrated with me during returnal when I'm like, look, I've been playing this for a couple of hours. And she's like, just let me try it. Just let me try it. I'm like, well, you're going to die. And I just earned this stuff. And I'm trying to level up and do the third act and do these things. Uh, those things I got frustrated with with them. But I I still would restart it for no reason. Just because I enjoy this, it. Even after I platinum it, I'm pretty sure I'm going to keep playing it. Because I, I really enjoyed Returnal. It's good. That's absolutely worth the money. You know, like anyone that says otherwise, you just don't like that kind of game. And and then that's that's on you, you know, like. At the time that it came out, I mean, you could still argue it, but at the time it came out, that was definitely the best exclusive that Sony had. Like, I mean, it's sure. the game was put together beautifully. It's a, it looks great. Functionally, the game is great too. I mean, there's some quality of life issues with it, but like, talk about a game that fucking works. Uh, you know, other than the door glitch, like, man, that game, that game, that game was fucking ready. You know, like, oh wait, uh, you had the door glitch too? 
Yeah, I had the door glitch. Oh my god, um, pissing me off. I've yeah. saved so many files of me falling through the freaking earth every yeah. time I opened the door or held X to skip. So, I had the I'd... one that they fixed it quickly, the one where the door wouldn't open back up, and I couldn't, I couldn't leave. There was no way to leave. Um, but yeah, like that game, dude. That game was so fluid. Like that game just showcased everything that next gen is all about. Um, so fuck yeah, that game is worth seventy bucks. Fuck out of here. Um, you know. Yeah, it was certainly, you know, plenty, uh, whatever metric you use. I mean, there, there's plenty of content there, you know, like even if you just mainline that game, it takes a while like to to get it clear. Like yeah. case in point, I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> Neither has George, <laughs> I don't think. But like, you know, that's no. not because we weren't enjoying it. It's just like because like, Mass Effect. Yeah. So many, well, so many <laughs> fucking things like yeah. came out. But um, but yeah, um, not entirely a bummer, but a, a slight bummer nonetheless about Ghost of Tsushima. That being said, I, I am excited to go back in August. Like that's a great time. Like just before the fall rush, um, I'll probably just play the new content and do the um, the legends shit, which is is cool. Um, you know, I wish them all all the success in the world. I just wish uh, this was handled slightly better than it was. Uh, but moving on, uh, so let's talk Invincible. Now, Robbie, Bobby Miller, we are going to yes. do spoilers. Have you finished Invincible? No, I never even started. No, you're good. Okay. I can. Yeah, I'm good. Are you sure? Even if you tell me, I'm not going to remember it anyway. So, okay. All right. So one final uh, warning to to you old listeners here. Uh, if you have not watched the animated series Invincible on Amazon Prime, uh, here is your warning. And here we go. Spoilers uh, begin now. So uh, I started this on vacation back in like late March. Um, And uh, like my initial impressions were like pretty, you know, I like uh, cautiously optimistic. The, the final like five minutes of the first episode are insane. I did not like really, I underestimated how crazy the show was going to get how quickly. Um, And then like, I think by the time I got to like episode three, three or, or like four like i i pause uh the show kind of wrapped up and then i just binge through the rest of them and uh, i by the end like absolutely loved it what was your general impressions george did you did you like end up by the time you got to the end like really like the show or like are you hyped for season two yeah i i, I like the show a lot i mean it took me a while to get into it for sure like a while to like finally sit down and watch it because i'm not gonna lie i wasn't really impressed by the character designs like how they looked obviously the, the guy invincible i'm like That's what is this like, yeah i was like this is what is this bug boy or something it looks like he's got bug for eyes like i was like it looked very like gimmicky and he even starts that way right like when you see the fucking uh i forgot what they're called like but the the whatever the bootleg justice league yeah um uh whenever the council right i don't know i forgot what they were called. i don't remember right. um yeah, either, and then but... they all come out and they all just show up all at once i'm like bro who are all these characters all in <laughs> Obviously, the end of that first episode, it won't matter. But uh, but all these people are coming out. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so overwhelmed. Like, I, there's here's fake Flash, here's uh, Superman, here's clearly the Batman knockoff. I'm like, like all these things that I was just so like overwhelmed. And then uh, obviously, you, you know, the show goes, the episode goes on and on and on. And and then towards the end of it, like literally right before it happens i'm like i don't understand why this is rated r fuck fuck <laughs> holy shit like what bro it just absolutely when fucking omni man just goes ape shit and just fucking straight murders the entire justice league and i'm like, yeah. what? like what the fuck 
fuck happened here? Like, so in that scene, like, I'm, in. <laughs> I'm laying, I'm laying in bed, like in you know, fucking Costa Rica. Like most of the shit that we you know have here, you don't get there. But like exclusives to Netflix and Prime, like are like, like they're pretty much universal. Like they they they're anywhere in the the world that you are. So it's like, well, this is a good time to like maybe watch like a couple like Netflix or Prime shows since like it's I can easily pick it up and put it down and. Uh, you know, watch when I get home. And so we're laying in bed. Marianne's on her phone, uh, kind of like half paying attention. And she's like, God, like everybody in the internet is like posting about like how like wild the show is and like, you know, how subversive she's like, this just seems like another superhero show. Like, I don't know. I don't get this stuff. This is more your bag. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know. Like this is very much like, you know, like, I mean, it's a father son story. Like that's been done before. Like, and then like same exact thing, dude, that scene happens. <laughs> like I look over, and she just got her phone in her hand and is like staring at the fucking TV. And both of us are like, Oh my fucking God, dude. And it's brutal. Like that scene is fucking disgusting. Like yeah. it's gross. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's and, that was really intense, man. And it kind of sets the tone for like what comes after that. And of course, like the logo. Uh, hey, what's up, Adam? Uh, Adam Gumber is uh, is joining us here late in the show. Um, welcome, Adam. We are talking about Invincible. Uh, I haven't so, seen it. George is finished. Okay, so we're we're doing spoilers. You may want to. I, I don't know what happens. It's all good. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I forgot. You're like one of those people that the spoilers are like doesn't care. don't phase you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Zach, did you have the same reaction to like the first episode? I feel like that's like a pretty common. Like my brother even like it messaged me and said like Jesus, I just finished the first episode. So uh, I had read a lot of the comics. Oh, okay. Before this had happened, uh, I used to work at a movie theater, and when I was sitting in box office, man, and it was dead, my buddy just let me borrow him one day. And I blew through so many of them. I never finished them, but I, I got right up in the comics. Uh, I got right up to where his dad pretty much um, confesses what what he's all about. And that happens way, way later than it does in, in the show. Um, and interesting. It, no, I, I, it's 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 fucking so good, dude. Like the violence is just so over the top. It's it's like it's. Uh, just taking what like the boys did and I feel like it just puts it in animated form really right because the boys is just over the top crazy violence as I would well. ar- I would argue like why I love the craziness of the, the boys like I feel like the boys is a little more like humorous and I think like invincible has more heart like at least like comparing season to season like uh, genuinely like the the in the final episode when omni man is beating the shit out of invincible and like you know like could kill him like like that whole like i think is amazing like that that scene like where he's thinking back to the the t-ball game um it's phenomenal yeah, that, like i i don't know JK that simmons killed it yeah i mean the voice cast like all around is great um but like even like you know the college like episode like um like you genuinely feel bad for like uh, i forget what his his friend's name is that's you know crushing on the college dude and and of oh, course yeah. things go way south like i just i feel like it has a little more heart and that's not to knock against i love the boys like i just think the boys is a little totally more like two two very different i was just talking about in terms of how fucking awesome the violence is oh fucked up both. yeah yeah i mean the, the you could kind of slice it uh, uh i think the the boys 
does a little more like sexual stuff for sure. Like I'm, not, I'm looking at the uh, the face it scene. I'm looking at you <laughs> and the, oh, man, yeah. and the boys. But uh, but yeah, I mean they both like definitely like um have like the shock factor, uh, and you know of course having the uh, Superman uh, character being the the villain is like you know pretty obvious connection there. Yeah, yeah. I, I I my I think. I think the fight between Omni Man and, and Invincible was one of the best like shows of power like ever. Like that was right because I I I know he's still young for his powers, right? But Mach's strong for for what he is, right? That's why he's got his name. And and fucking Omni Man just whooped his fucking ass, dude. When he held his head in the train, oh my god, my mouth was literally. I was like, oh my god, dude. I was like, he's fucking destroying him. And yeah. and it was it was awesome, man. And then you're right when it when it got to that t ball scene and he's beating the shit out of him on the mountain, man. And 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 like something you can see like something you know flips in in, in Omni Man, man. I'm I'm so excited to see where they take it. Because like I said, that's that's pretty much where I, I fell off. So it's all new to me now. And man, I, I can't wait to see where they go. I um, t- I mean, I think the show is better than The Boys, personally. I think The Boys is like a fun show, entertaining show. I don't think it's like a great, great show. But I think this one is great. I mean, it's only one season, but I think this one has the potential to really be like really special. I like just everything that they do in there is pretty good. Um, Probably my only complaint, I'm not a big fan of The Girlfriend. Uh, I think she's kind of annoying and just like not understanding whatsoever. You know, like this dude's that she figured she knew that she was a, he was a superhero all along, and then she's still kind of like, yeah, that's the like, part that bothered me. I, I was like I was like, sympathetic towards her until like she revealed that she knew, she what knew was all up. along, and then like, I was what? like, oh, hold What's on, problem? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, why you're are you still gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't, you know, because she she comes across all mature and all this stuff, and then it's like that I thought was weak. I don't know how that compares to the comic, but um, but I think like. Uh, they play the long game a lot in that in this in the series, which I which I love. Like uh, like in that first episode, it took you all that build up. I'm here, like how are they gonna? They're just gonna throw all these characters at me, and then boom, you don't need to develop them if they're all dead, you know. Like um, which was which was great, and then the build up with with um, the mom starting to put the pieces together and figure out everything about Omni Man. That goes over a course of several episodes and there's this constant buildup where she starts to kind of like she's got like for a cartoon character to have this like kind of this inner battle with themselves when they come to the realization that the, the, the man that she loves is a fucking sociopath, you know, like all this stuff. Uh, it's just it's just awesome. Um, her reaction when she hears how they how Omni-Man talks about her, you know, like she's just a, a yeah, she's just like a pet like. Dude, that was everything in there. It's just so well done and and well put together. It's a shame that it is only eight episodes. Absolute shame. Um, but hey, season two and three, like they they already like they preemptively yeah. like renewed it for not one but two seasons. So so yeah, but it, I I thought it was really good, man. And yeah, it's brutal. Um, it, it's brutal, but like I I don't know about like it is brutal and shocking, but not shocking like that the brutality is shocking. Like what happens is shocking. Like Omni-Man turning, him attacking his son is shocking. It is violent, but that's kind of the difference with me between the boys. The boys, the stuff they do, like the actual grotesque nature of it is what's shocking, you know? Yeah. It's not shocking that you got all these power-hungry, greedy people, but like 
the shit they do, that's like, oh my god, like that's the awful. violence feeds into you the know? story in Invincible, yeah. right? Yeah, like when he's destroying he the city, he's like, "You want to see what we can really do?" And he like throws him through the city, and like yeah. Mock gets up, and he's like, "Dude, yeah. all I did was go flying through a building, and look how many people are dead around me, man!" Yeah. Like, yeah. everything has like a perfect reason in that show for why they do it, and it's so good. And then, like, I talk about the character development for the original Justice League or whatever they're called, but then when you think about Guardians all the, of the Globe, yeah, Guardians of the Globe. Then when they talk about, but when you look at all the characters throughout everything, the uh, robot, oh my God, like what a, you know, a, a whole thing, oh. Monster Girl, all these different like side stories, um, Adam, Eve, like, in, and then by the end of this, uh, the first season, like you're kind of really in tune with a ton of these characters. So um, in such well a short done. amount of time too, yeah. right? like you said, only eight episodes and, and you feel that attached to, to them in, in that quick amount of time. Well, well, well fucking done, man. Um, Kirkman's better series, in my opinion. I've read Walking Dead in this and I like Invincible. Well, I'm definitely all of this. I'm at that crossroads that happens when I discover something like when in its adaptation form versus original where like I have that push pull where I'm like, I want to read the comics, but then also like I'll inevitably spoil some shit for myself. But then like, you know, so it's I don't know, it's a. It's a weird. I, I, I was I was like that with Game of Thrones too, like I, I always I was wanted to read the books like after I started watching the show and then I just never did. I I did it, uh, Chris. When I was a fan of The Walking Dead, I eventually then shifted over to the novel and passed everything, and then went back to the show. But coincidentally, it was a time when the show started to fall apart, and I I stopped caring for both. So I wouldn't recommend it. Enjoy the show for what it's worth. Yeah. If it gets to a point where the, you're you're done with the show or bored of it, that's when you pick up the comics. Well, not they're same. not going anywhere. So yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's sw- switch gears uh, to for our last ten minutes and talk uh, Sea of Thieves, uh, especially now that we have uh, Adam here. Um, he was uh, part of our pirate crew the first night we played uh, Sea of Thieves. Um, specifically, we're going to talk about a pirate's uh, pirate's life. That's what it's called, right? Update a pirate's life. Yeah um for sea of thieves featuring uh multiple characters from the pirates of the caribbean film franchise including jack sparrow davy jones uh we're pretty sure it's tia dalma but they haven't they just call her the stranger i think um uh, barbosa there's all kinds of of uh good shit there and of course locations and ships from uh from the films bobby did you get a chance to check this out i know you played some sea of thieves back in the day uh it, it is my only xbox physical copy mm-hmm uh, but no, I haven't played it. In a, I played it after I at first I played it for the first like year it came out, mm-hmm. but then I stopped playing it after a while because I got tired of you know people like y'all that just see a little lonely guy with a ship full of crap that he's been spending five hours on, and you come and take all my stuff and run away. Listen, uh, man, pirates I, got a pirate. I, hey, no, I it it happens. I got tired of it after that, but then they fixed it to where you, they no longer like respawn like right next to you. They, they fixed the mermaid thing where they would spawn them away on their ship somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, and I was cool with it after that, but I haven't uh, ever since they added like the pets, I think I, that's from then on is, is my last. Let's see, see Zach's Zach, uh, bouncing out. Um, well, I can tell you, so our experience was wildly uneven the first night that we played it. Like, I think it's fair to say, like, there were some high highs and some some really frustrating lows, uh, specifically around technical glitches um, around like a non instance area that was part of the quest. Um, we ran into um, 
a couple of gnarly glitches. I mean, one in during a boss fight, like one during an encounter where like it's not a the, the game is mysterious kind of on purpose and it wasn't apparent that we had a glitch. So we just thought we were being dense as far as like the puzzles go. Um, and that kind of sucked. But like I, I will say like the, the opening like mission that we played that first night, like we had a great time with um, it went off without a hitch because like, it, it, again, it's instant. So it was just us and our crew and everything worked uh, beautifully. The second night, I would say we had significantly better luck. Would, would you agree? Like doing that? Um, 100%. And, and I think, again, it was instant. So, like, not really a surprise there. Uh, overall, I really like it. Um, I would just say prepare yourself if you play it um, to, to maybe encounter some frustrating stuff. And if you're stuck for more than, like, 10 or 15 minutes and you fancy yourself decent at puzzles, I would just look up what's supposed to happen in the encounter and see if you've encountered a glitch. And don't don't bang your head against the wall like we did mm-hmm. um open up the floor to you guys uh, how did you feel about it man it's it's tough to talk about it in uh without factoring in those glitches man because that like i wouldn't say it breaks the game but wow what a what a big impact it had on the experience man we were riding high doing that first mission having an absolute blast right like uh i've never played this the game before um i think some of you guys had maybe a while ago so this is all new to me, but, you know, for that first part, I was like, I'm just here chilling with my boys on my pirate ship, playing music, getting drunk and just, you know, swashbuckling. <laughs> like just like I was, it was just such a good time and it was just such a good time. Just man, the, the, the ocean waters is beautiful. Having to kind of work together to, to steer the ship uh was awesome and the first mission was was really good they are long the missions the individual missions are on the long side for sure um which made the 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 bugs that we got in the second one really bad like really you know a damn shame man because we got not one but two major bugs uh right after the other that basically prevented progress and like you mentioned earlier for a game that is has so many like you're supposed to figure things out on your own and it's very vague in terms of the direction it gives you it's brutal you can't afford to have stuff like that in the game because it takes too long to figure out that you've got a problem you know and it literally took for uh for adam to look up what it like a video we had to pull up a video to see what's supposed to happen we're like that's not here and and even then you're still like kind of second guessing it whether it's you know whether it's right and or wrong or whatever so it was super frustrating man and we just thought we were idiots like we literally spent we played that game until it was past midnight before we finally gave up you know and then when we jumped into it again the second not second time and it went through real smooth um it was so so much faster you know and so it's it's a damn shame if you run into that you know so but but the game itself when it works really cool really fun it's a fucking blast highly recommend it you got to play it with with at least a friend you know it's it's the game is so much more fun not playing it alone you know it's i mean i it's can't imagine anyway. soloing that like i just i i don't think i would have nearly as much fun like playing yeah. solo like it, it's it's a fucking blast man what about you adam have you have you jumped back into it did you keep going we haven't played yeah. past the second the you guys mission. went without me uh so that's not a big deal uh <laughs> Hey, we put I, it out in the chat. We did. We put yeah, it out did. in the chat. <laughs> uh, I actually played with a friend like on two days after that or whatever. Uh, and we started back at one and did two and we didn't have any issues. So it, maybe it's just a, a day one thing. It's still frustrating regardless. But after that, we seem to be good. 
Um, had a great time playing those two missions that we had already done. So uh, you're you're on the third. You haven't done the third one yet. I need to do the third one. Yeah. Okay. I can go. I would be down to go back I and think do I'm the same it. Spot as you. Do do the do the third one and 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 keep going. Yeah, we had fun playing with you and Jax too. Mm-hmm. It was a great time. Jason, Jax, whatever. The uh, <laughs> the third mission in particular, I love because like like some of the earlier ones are very much like an homage to like the the films. And that one is all about the ride. So if you've ever been on the ride in Disneyland or Disney World, like it is just a absolute love song to like, you know, that ride. There are so many cool little details. And like, I mean, I don't want to like spoil too much, but like they just they nail like the vibe. We'll just put it that way of like the the ride in the the Disney parks. Is it like the first mission where dead men tell no tell? It's way more than that. Way yeah, more than that. Like, so you, you see the you see the in the first mission you see the the ships fighting each other, right? Um, and you think that's what it's referencing, but no. This time you actually go through the ride and then almost behind. Have you been on that ride? No, I've never been in yeah. Disney. Okay, okay. Damn. So you, it's like it's like you're going behind the ride, in in, in the ride, interacting with the things in the ride. Um, it's awesome dude and it's, right down and to it's, like the dialogue and stuff like they they definitely pulled like audio straight from like the ride like, i don't know what order would be better but it's it, it is 100 worth watching like a, a ride through like on youtube of that ride um maybe before or after i don't know i don't know what do you think might be better chris watching it before and then going in the game or yeah for sure like, what, yeah there's, there's the ride quality. before on youtube and then play the game and you'll see how how cool it is um and yeah, literally everything is in there in in a way that just feels like it makes sense. Like that's the world, you know. Like that is so super cool, man. We we, we should yeah, we should set up our next uh, our next playthrough here with the um, with the podcast group. Um, you know, that left a bad taste in my mouth the way that I ended that day. Yeah, uh, it's you know it's worth checking out. I think like the cool thing is like I never done any of the tall tales and they addressed the biggest complaint I had when I played this game on day one, which was like, you know, uh, as far as systems go, like it's a great game. There's a lot of fun, emergent gameplay that just happens by fucking around in the world. But like as far as like depth and story like that wasn't really there. And I feel like this solves a lot of the problems. It's not overly challenging or difficult. Like the boss boss fights are like really like mechanically pretty straightforward um the puzzles are there but they're like light puzzles like you can solve them i would say like in a couple of minutes usually if you have four people like they're not overly hard but it's like enough depth that like you you feel like you're you're, you know having a a larger adventure and story and stuff like that which i really appreciate so yeah i think it's worth checking out yeah also last thing on that we played um i played entirely over xcloud on my pc didn't have a problem for like six hours straight it was great yeah, only problems were game stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's just game stuff, not streaming stuff. You, well, that's right. You also had a console crash, right? Where everybody on console crashed at the same time or something on Sunday. It was at the very too. end. It was like twelve thirty. Yeah. Everything crashed. I was like, okay, I'm, just, I'm going to bed. Jackson, I yeah, definitely were like, uh. yeah. It it was fun, man. It's fun. It's not something that I'd play every day, but yeah, I, I would even after completing this, I'd go back and play some other Tall Tales. I don't think I'd, I'd get much of a kick out of just fuck, you know, just driving around and trying to fight people whatever um but going in and playing that like a co-op thing like that was was fun man for sure simple game but good stuff absolutely well let's do what we've been playing and uh kind of wind it down uh i'll go first so uh, behind me you can see the beautiful irithal valley um or sorry boreal valley uh 
in the city of Irithyll uh, from Dark Souls 3 because who has the all the achievements in Dark Souls 3? Just 80 short hours? This guy right here. Holy fucking shit, man. 80 like, short hours. <laughs> uh, that was by far probably like one of the most brutal like uh, trophy hunting because like so many of it, uh, the trophies relied on covenants which are all pvp or like other activities involving players and dark souls 3 is like i think five years old now so the player base is not really there like add that with it it's like level dependent you have to be within like 10 levels of somebody to to go instance into their game world um man so it was either uh do that or like you can farm enemies with like a one in 100 chance to like drop 30 items that you need um it was just awful Thankfully, the, the one that I left for last is the only one you could cheese. And I was like, hey, uh, Kyle, that's my brother. I'm like, Kyle, get on there. Here's my password. Like, I just need you to like summon me and let me just kill you like 30 times. And like, and that was like the last grindy one that I got. Oh. So, he, so he just got his character butt naked. And like, I just, I would like summon in and just run at him and like, and slice him. And I get the item. And I, I like, we just hung out and talked for an hour while I did that. And, uh, and then after that was, um, it was no big deal yesterday i i from start to finish like beat the game in two hours like um like just ran from boss to boss and like i looked at the location on the last few rings i needed one of the achievements is get every ring in the game and some of them are only available on playthrough two and three and i just boop, 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 like flew through and uh like I, it's gonna be a while before I want to play a From Software game. I love them, but like that almost broke me. I'm just too goddamn stubborn. But it's done. I got the achievement, so that's all I've been playing for like two weeks, and it's uh, it's over with. Well, I don't have uh, any platinums that mean anything because I'm not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's I. I don't understand. Like, it's I just a poorly like... designed. It's a poorly designed thing. It, so, like to me, like I, I only go for the hundred percent on games that I really truly love, and like I love all the From Software games this i have one more to go which is dark souls 2 and it's not nearly as bad as this i'll probably save that for like the winter but that's like my ultimate like kind of tip of the hat to a developer is like i'm gonna take the time to to do all the achievements so um yeah otherwise like i, I kind of just go <laughs> for the stuff that's easy this the, these games are so like always funny to me because i you could tell like how passionate how much you love these games and then like you try to like you know sell them to me but then the more you talk about them the less that i want to play any of these fucking games that's not a natural <laughs> way to play like what i did that's not a natural way to play it it's like just, everything uh, about that game is is fucking is fucking br absolutely brutal but no, like, it's fantastic. I think you would like, like, like I said, Bloodborne and Dark Souls Three. Bloodborne yeah. is one I would start with, but like, no, I, I, I bought Dark Souls. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it was three. I bought a Dark Souls game and I played like ten minutes of it, and I was like, nope, I'm out. Um, after coming yeah. from Sekiro, though, I think like you'd have a different mindset where you'd be like, I oh, just, okay, even like the Demon Souls, uh, like Demon Souls, right? Like I, I, I beat the first. I first tried the first boss and got through that, but it's just like something about like. I think I think what keeps me in Sekiro is just the speed of it, um, the the speed and the mobility of your character. That's why you um, like Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne's Dark, all about like the yeah. like Dark Souls and Demon and... Souls. These games like they're more realistic. It feels like you're they more they're much more realistic, which it's 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 a drawback for me. It makes the game feel slower, more sluggish. Uh, it doesn't respond the way that I'm used to in in boss fights and traditional games. Is this is not my jam. Um, I'd only be playing through it simply for accomplishment's sake, you know, which, and, and then I just, you know, but yeah, but for me to a thousand, for me to platinum or get all the achievements, 
I have to not only really love the game, but it has to be reasonable too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't go too crazy. It's just like the one that. exception, but, uh, but that's it. Uh, next on the docket is Miles Morales, which I got on sale. Um, that's going to be a great palate cleanser. Going to start it tomorrow and uh, probably the Doom DLC. Uh, Adam, Adam, how about you? What have you been playing, my man? Funny story. Um, I started playing Ghost of Tsushima last night just because. I was like, I need to get back into that game. And today they announced all that ridiculous <laughs> at least your, stuff. At least your save will transfer over. I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to get that. We'll see. But yeah, so I'm going to try to get through that game because I got you know the first part and I just started Act 2. I walked across the bridge or whatever. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, let me let me keep going. Cause I liked the game, but I didn't, I just fell off. And I gotta take a break from Eternal because I enjoyed that. But I was sat down last night. I was like, I don't have time for a two-hour run. So I guess I'm just gonna play something else. Yeah. How about you, Bobby? What you've been playing, man. We haven't seen you on the show in a little bit. Yeah, it's uh <clears throat> yeah, it's been a while. I uh I had LASIK and then I went to get LASIK again and then I had the car accident. Uh and then now it's just been trying to find another car. But uh, all I've basically been playing is MLB The Show. I'm not going to go on about dingers. I listened to that show the other day again. Uh, In dingers? Yeah. <laughs> yes. My opinions about Marvel have changed. But, uh, <laughs> but I still hit dingers. But it's cool. Uh, I've been playing. Uh, I got Little Big Planet when it was on like 40 bucks or something. Uh, Sackboy, whatever the new one was for PS5. Sackboy Adventures, right? Yeah. yeah, I've been enjoying that. I bought another controller for my other daughter, so all three of us could play at once. Uh, that's been interesting because they get confused about which one to watch. And then I'm like yelling at them, like, come on, keep moving. And they think it's them moving, but it's not. Uh, I've been playing Little Big Planet and Returnal, trying to platinum that. That's just a personal goal. Uh, I don't really platinum that many games unless they're Foxyland. Uh, but Returnal, I really want it. Because I don't know how the hell I've missed anything at this point, uh, but apparently there's two rooms that I'm missing, and I'm I heard that one's not random, a card, right? right? Like, like some of that's like so it, very it, random. Oh yeah. shit! So you gotta just keep it, playing until the, you hopefully get the room that you yeah, need. Yeah, there, there was a Reddit post oh. where the guy took 436 deaths until he got the door where it was like the room in the beginning, first level. It was like a crisscross, which I remember I hadn't seen since the first time I played it. Yeah, there's no way I did that 400 Fuck times, that. but yeah. But yeah, I still enjoy it. I love Returnal. Uh, I like ranking up some of the weapons that I didn't. Uh, most I'm, of them I was stuck at like 83 before I died. I, I'm kind of like low-key, like kind of... Uh, I'm glad that you like that game so much. Like I really didn't expect you to take off with that game the way that you did, which is which is cool. <laughs> it doesn't seem like your your type of game, honestly, man. It's um, not. Like Demon Souls, I, I bought that crap and... <laughs> Play Hades, dude. So play Hades, times, man. And I was like, nope. I bought Hades. Uh, you gotta play that, man. If you like Returnal, you'll love Hades. Yeah. Well, I liked uh, Dead Cells. I love that game. Oh yeah, that yeah. was my first like intro into any of this. Uh, but but Returnal, I can't get enough of it for some reason. That's a good thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, you definitely getting your money's worth out of it, man. Oh yeah, definitely. Seventy bucks plus. Yeah. And then, uh, last but not least, George, uh, hit <laughs> us, man. You got you got a little uh, teaser behind you. Uh, yeah. What have I been playing? Well, I finished. Let me let me let me finish strong. I guess I finished Mass Effect. Um, and man, that was awesome. Man, I'm so like I can't get enough. Now I started reading the um, the compendium that I bought that has all the comics because now it's all making sense, which I highly recommend uh, for any Mass Effect fan. Uh, it's been awesome just reading that for a few minutes before bed. 
the first, like, I don't think it's in the best order, but man, the first one goes into how they recovered Shepard's body, uh, between one and two, um, which is fucking sick. Like it's, it's so good, man. So highly recommend that. I think it's like 20, 25 bucks on Amazon. Um, definitely worth uh, reading, especially after just f- recently playing the games. I loved everything about that. I hundred percent of that. I got every, every freaking achievement, um, mostly because it's all doable in one playthrough of each game. Um, you got to play the third one a little bit extra to get one of the achievements. But other than that, uh, it's all super doable. If you kind of do everything, loved all the DLC fucking awesome shit around. Uh, after that, like I couldn't, I didn't know what to play. I couldn't just jump into something major again. I was kind of exhausted. I don't know how much time I put into mass effect and I don't want to know, but I did everything in that damn game. So I started playing like the Sims um just out of nowhere i just like that game was just kind of so chill just to pop in play it i just bought some expansions for it because they had a sale so i bought the somebody recommended seasons which is the best one then it's like you get up you pick an exp they have expansions then packs and then kits like different levels of content it was like 40 bucks so i bought the seasons and then i bought the star wars one which i heard wasn't that great but it's basically a, a rendering of the park so I haven't done that yet, but it looks pretty cool. So giving that a go, and it's been just fun just to play something chill. But I finally grew the balls to play this fucking game behind me. Uh, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Uh, Chris had recommended I play that on stream that, you know, it, it would that it'd be fun to watch. He's actually not watched hardly any of it, but um but, i've watched some on demand i like i haven't caught up like i'm, I'm definitely but, like several hours but, like but that's behind, fine but, yeah. but that's fine because chris's suggestion has been the catalyst for like my stream being more popular than it ever has been um i have not enjoyed myself that much but <laughs> but people watching certainly have you know like subscriptions are up views are up uh i got some great clips i just beat it uh last night you know, so I think I started playing it maybe Saturday or something like that. And I played it a little bit every night since then and stream all on stream. If you want to laugh at a grown man screaming, uh, falling, nearly falling out of his chair at, you know, jump scares, there's plenty of content available for you. Um, good game. It's fucking terrifying, man. Like I was fucking scared out of my mind for especially the first half of the game. But then, of course, you get that victory lap at the end of the game where it takes you through some of the places that you went through, giving you some flashbacks. And I knew what was coming and it still fucking scared me. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the game's kind of wild, man. These 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 idiots just do all the kind of things that you'd never find me anywhere messing with any of this. Like, I would never go into a house that looks like this, no matter who was in there. My my mom was in there. I'm, nope. Sorry. Um, it's not happening. But uh, but it was good. Um, super disappointed with the final boss. They absolutely mailed it in. Uh, I thought the boss fights were like clever enough, tricky enough, had enough mechanics for it to be kind of fun. Um, up until that final boss, like, dude, I I I have accumulated all this weaponry, had all, I saved all these resources, and I thought I was going into this fucking big ass boss fight where I was gonna need everything. And the way you beat the boss is just hold down the right trigger. Don't even have to move the game moves for you like this lame the only thing that would have been worse and honestly i would argue this is even worse than than you know the the thing where you just have to press the buttons on the screen to, to kill something you know i think this is worse than that 
Um, cause at least you could screw that up. Um, but yeah, I don't know why they did that, but overall, I thought the game was pretty good, man. It's, it's, uh, it's, a uh, an interesting story, weird situation, all kinds of crazy shit. Um, I absolutely chose Zoe with no regret. I let the stream vote, but that's who I would have picked because Mia is lying, backstabbing little bitch um, who just, you know, even, even when she's completely lucid and, and sane, she lied to you. They lied for years. I kept a lot of things from you. Um, you know, it was going to be sad decision. to know that uh, saving Mia is the canonical ending. So when you start uh, village, you know, you'll care. have that. Um, I figured, I figured it's pretty obvious, you know, like, but you know, Zoe didn't try to kill me all the time. And she, she's helpful the whole game. She's actually helps the entire game, <laughs> yeah. even though I was expecting her to screw me over, but she wasn't. So, you know, and Mia cut my arm off has tried to kill me. Not cool. But, um, but uh, yeah, good game. Had a good time. Um, Please, yeah. before the end of the year, play Village because it's definitely a game of the year contender. Every little nitpick I had with uh, Seven, especially like the final boss, like they address in spades. It is less scary, although there are some scary ass parts to it. Like there's a couple sections that are like really, really scary, more actiony, and like the weapon it has more RPG like mechanics. Like so, like the like the weapon upgrades and things like that. Like I will are cool. Like I think you'll I really like it. Village. Like I know you probably need a little uh, break, but um, yeah, I think I'm gonna play. So like I don't know. Like, I picked up some free DLC for seven. If the other ones are free too, I'll probably play. Maybe check them out. Mm -hmm. um so i might still play a little bit more of it but yeah definitely will play village before the end of the year basically i think i'm just gonna pick it up whenever a sale comes about um and uh yeah and then and then in the meantime you know yeah i need a i need a little bit of a fucking break because that shit was fucking terrifying it was definitely <laughs> it was fun what i caught live and certainly like you know again watching on demand has been has been great uh unfortunately the timing didn't work out for me to to watch um live much but um i'm glad it, uh, it worked out i had a feeling that was going to be a a successful like and definitely entertainment tending string uh just because of how much you hate scary shit so um awesome yeah well that does it for this week thanks for hanging out with us once again uh we are going straight into recording an episode of alien versus predator probably by the time this post you'll be able to catch predator 2 uh, on both YouTube and Spotify. And then uh, next week we will put out uh, our review discussion of Alien 3, which we just watched uh, this past week. So uh, be sure to check that out as well. Uh, until next time, we love you.